Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. (laughs) You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code TSFS. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code TSFS. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it up into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option, if you're doing fertility or IVF, can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to ViaHemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I say. Look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. It's Wednesday, and let's TLC talk, shall we? You guys, if you subscribe to the Sarah Frazier show, you know every single Wednesday, I am obsessed with every TLC show under the sun, and so I'm starting to connect with other amazing YouTubers, podcasters, bloggers online that share my obsession with TLC. I have a special guest today. I've wanted to get this man on. We've communicated via Instagram. Kim Menzi from uh, 90 Day Fiance franchise loves him, refers to you as a bestie. Uh, George Mossy is here, you guys. So welcome, George! Thank you. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. I'm so happy to be here with someone who is just as obsessed (laughs) with TLC because I eat, sleep, and breathe it. My wife looks at me when I turn it on and she literally gets up and walks out of the room. She's so over it. I watch the show like two or three times a day. Oh my God. My husband is the same way. That and Housewives. He can't stand it. The only, he will watch Beverly Hills and he does enjoy, he does enjoy 90 Day Fiance, but he will not watch any of the spin-off. He refuses to watch Happily Ever After. He won't watch Single Life. He thinks it's ridiculous. Those are the best. The spin-offs <laughs> are the best part. 
Um, George, I'm super honored that you're here. Everybody needs to follow George. He has a fantastic YouTube channel, at George Mossy. He's George Mossy everywhere. So Instagram, Facebook, everywhere you can find him. You guys go and follow him. He has hot takes every single week, and we're going to get into all of them. Um, But first of all, I want to – like, I I love your background, and one of the reasons – that you are kind of obsessed with TLC shows too is tell me about this. You were like relate raised in like a religious cult. You and I were kind of talking about welcome to Platteville. So, yes. Yeah, so when I was younger, I was raised in seven day Adventism and I was kind of born into it. Like before I was even able to talk, I was baptized into it and I didn't really have a choice. So when I turned 18, I escaped, I, I got out, but I wasn't able to like watch TV. We, I couldn't go to dances. I never had a sleepover at a friend's house because wow. that was against our religion. I couldn't eat meat. Um, I couldn't listen to music other than gospel music. So like the first music that I know is like from like the 90s to 2000. So when, when I think of oldies, everyone's like, that's not even old, but that's when I started listening to music. So I had a really interesting childhood. So watching Plathfield and seeing what the kids were going through, it's kind of interesting because that's kind of exactly the way I was raised. I wasn't allowed to do those things. And I also had to watch my parents do the things that they said we couldn't do. So I, I totally did. get that part too. You Okay, because that's exactly what the show has morphed into, right? I mean, yes. Kim and Barry, uber-religious, who never thought they'd get divorced, now are divorced, or getting divorced, allegedly. Yes. You know, she wouldn't let the kids have cell phones. I mean, now she's got a dance studio. I mean, the kids are modeling. She's going to be dating again. I mean, it. the irony is wild. So wait a minute. How old were you when you started seeing your parents do things that you were told you couldn't do? And what were they? Were they like, would you catch them drinking or something? And you were like, what's going on? Well, I was probably about 10 or 11. My mom was dating this guy. And, you know, dating isn't wrong, but like, you're not supposed to like kiss or do anything like that. And I caught her like making out with this guy. And I'm thinking like, well, the, you told me that I could never have a girlfriend. I couldn't date. I can't kiss. I have to be engaged or married before I could even be alone. So I was like watching her do those things. And then she would go out with her friends on a Friday night when I'm not allowed to go out with my friends on a Friday night. And she would hang out with people outside the church. Like when I was a teenager, all of my friends had to also be a part of the Adventism church for me to hang out. And then she would start doing things with people that weren't part of the Adventism church. And I'm thinking like, that's all the stuff that you said I couldn't do. And that's kind of when I started to realize that this isn't for me, you know, like it's it's kind of cult-like and it's like they want to control us, but then they get to do whatever they want. Wait, and did you go to a seven Advent, a seven day Adventist like base school or did you go to like a school with, uh, you, oh, you did? Oh, yes. you did. Okay, so I, your I other, only the other kids. Knew. Yeah, I only knew Adventism kids. Like I was homeschooled until third grade and then from third grade until graduation, it was a seven day Adventist school. So I didn't even know like what the real world was like. Because we didn't have dances, wow. like we didn't have like anything like that. And we didn't really have sports because like, I guess they didn't have the funding for it. So like, I didn't really know what the real world was like until I turned 18. And then I kind of turned into a wild kid. And I actually have another connection to 90 Day. My dad, like 15 years ago, married a woman from the Philippines. And she, we didn't know her. She like came from the Philippines. And then like a year later, she had like a bunch of kids that he brought over and it was like, this was kind of before 90 Day. So when 90 Day premiered, I was like, wait, this is about my life. <laughs> and I started watching it. Are you most angry at your parents that they didn't submit you guys to TLC? I mean, you really could have been your own TLC. Show. Like, I mean, are you most pissed at that? I'd be fucking furious now. I'd be like, you guys could have had us on TLC. 
Yeah, Plathville could have been my family. Like, I, I'm, I'm kind of upset because I feel like my trauma deserves to be compensated, you know? Yes! How many siblings do you have? Um, just one brother and one sister. And my sister and brother are still a part of that religion. And so is my mom. And my dad is not. So he kind of, wow. when they divorced, he kind of did his own thing. My mom stuck with that religion. And my brother and sister, they go to church, like not as regularly as they should, but they're still a part of it. And I kind of like moved across the country away from them. And I'm totally fine with it. And George, what's been the hardest part? I mean, we're seeing the Plathville kids, like, you know, just, I mean, so much has happened, right? Olivia Plath's brother got a DUI. Now you've got Kim Plath getting a DUI. I mean, you know, it's just, it's so extreme. Like what's been the hardest part? Is it the anger you have towards like, your mom, your siblings that are still in it, or have you forgiven them? And it's just like making up for lost time. Like what's the hardest part that you could tell us that maybe the Plath kids are going through that it's so hard to, for you know, for us that grew up, you know, you had a cell phone or you went out and drank when you were 16, you know? I guess it's the feeling that I missed out, like mm. watching like my kids grow up and the things that they get to do and experience. And I know that I never got to do that. It's just feeling like, I wasn't allowed to be a kid. I wasn't allowed to just be normal. And I think that that is important for just normal development to be a normal human being, because I know I'm not normal. You know, I'm pretty weird and I'm crazy and I'm obsessed with TV shows. And I'm pretty sure that I would be more sociable if I grew up normal. So I guess that's the only thing. Like, I don't have any anger towards my mom or dad anymore. Like, I've forgiven them and I've like explained to them why it affected me and they understand and everything. And and, and I, I just feel like, I just wish that they would have given me the decision to make on my own. Yeah. Oh, my God. Thank you for sharing that because I think you give such insight because that was what drew me to the Plathville's. Like, I just, I couldn't believe in 20, you know, 2018 that there were these kids living in Georgia that didn't even know what a period. I mean, you know, and, and, you know, we thought Kim and Barry were these great, you know, homeschoolers. I mean, come to find out, basically by the time the kids were 15, they'd stopped educating them. They were out. I mean, it's, it is this wild show and the contradiction. I mean, Kim wanted them to be famous forever, you know, in this kind of family band, but then wouldn't let them drink alcohol. It, it was a whole crazy thing. Um, but I brought up Plathville, too, because there was some big news this week out of the Plathville um, kind of franchise. You know, Olivia and Ethan have moved to Ohio. They're going to be in your neck of the woods, by the way. Oh, really? sorry, not, some, not Ohio. Uh, Minnesota. I'm sorry, Minnesota. Oh, okay. So, I mean, north, but Minnesota. We're a couple states away here. Um, they've moved to Minnesota. Barry had family there. So Barry has apparently also moved with them. Um, and Kim, her dance studio that was in Cairo, Georgia, yeah. Grandy Central Dance Studio, has now become a clothing store. It's his and hers clothing closet. So no one's exactly sure if she's still running it um, or if she's leased it out to somebody else. Um and, you know, their Airbnb being still the farm that was initially filmed the, the first season. They Airbnb that. And then they also have an apartment above this now clothing store that they're Airbnb being out. So wow. it's very fascinating. We already know we're getting a season five because Lydia Plath basically dropped that, you know, they're filming um, Ethan and Olivia's move, Barry's move. But it's going to be a wild season coming up. I mean, right. it's going to be almost a, a completely different show. And I think that's what people are excited about to see them. <laughs> living their lives and just doing normal things because yeah. we watched them be so constricted with what they could do. Well, in a way, years ago when I watched it, I feel like I kind of predicted, I sort of said, like, I think Mariah and Micah and Ethan and, like, Olivia, and they're going to go off to, like, Hollywood and basically start doing drugs and, like, all go crazy. And I feel like it's kind of gone 
coming true. And I'm like, oh no. Now, I think I got it wrong though. I think it's like going to be Kim and Barry. And I'm like, this is right. this is crazy. This is like not what we signed up for. But anyway, let's get into um single life is huge right now and happily ever after. So I'm curious um who like some of the couples. Um and by the way, what was your thought you saw this? You know, there was a trending online rumor that Angela of Michael and Angela that Angela had died over the weekend. Isn't that so fucked up and she's still alive? That is the most fucked up thing. And, and you know what's worse? I Googled it because I wasn't 100% sure it wasn't false. That's the worst part. I know. Me too, right? I'm like, <laughs> this could be true. Right. I figured this might actually be true. And then I actually went on Instagram and she posted a, that same story and the, the laughing emoji. And I'm like, well, she's obviously alive. But that's so terrible how they kill people on Twitter. They do this pretty regularly. And I'm not sure why. And the people aren't even sick. Like, I think I it's sick because you read it and your heart drops and you're like terrified and scared that the world is coming to an end. And then you're like, oh, everything's fine. It's so wild. Um, what are you what do you think about? And I know you you're a big fan of Kim and Usman. What do you think about this year's couples for Happily Ever After? Who are the standouts for you? Oh, man, I guess Kim and Usman stand out to me because I everyone wants to compare his last marriage to this relationship. And I feel like they're so different. Yeah, and I feel like their connection is so different. And Jamal is actually almost on board, like a little bit on board, I know, which Jamal. no one ever. Yeah. Right, no one ever assumed Jamal would be on board with any of this. So the idea that he is in Nigeria on the show and not punching Usman across the face shows that this is a really good couple to watch because no one even thought that this relationship was going to make it past the first season they were on. So watching them almost get married at this point is pretty mind blowing. I mean, it is really mind blowing. And do we think we will see a day? I mean, you know, people have a lot of predictions about them that, you know, Usman has never been here to the United States, um, that they're really not going to get married, but they sort of have this, you know, obviously Kim is very much in love with him. And I, I think Usman really is in love with Kim. Like, I think he genuinely loves and cares about Kim. But do we think we're ever going to see the day when they actually get married? I was hoping that it was going to happen this season, but I know that there's only like two or three episodes left yeah. and I saw the previews for next week and that is not what they're showing. So I don't know. This is called happily ever after. So I had this conversation right when the season started and I was like, Ed and Liz and Kim and Usman are going to have to get married because this is happily ever after. This is for couples <laughs> who are married, but it's actually looking like neither of those couples are going to get married this season. Oh my God. I mean, Ed and Liz, like, Ed, Ed and Liz are actually my favorite train wreck to, to continue to watch. Like, I am, I'm kind of obsessed. I mean, I don't think they should get married whatsoever, but I love watching it. I'm not even sure if Ed and Liz should be friends. I don't feel <laughs> like they get along enough to, like, when I saw them shopping for houses together and I was like, Liz, you cannot possibly think of buying a house with a man who has dumped you 10 times via text. Where would you live? <laughs> like, I just thought, what are you thinking? Like, and when they went to therapy, I was super supportive of that when they went to therapy together, because I was like, that's the first step of actually turning this into a real working relationship. But they went to one session and now they're done. And now they're thinking of buying a one point. Well, they're not going to buy the $1.3 million house. They were just looking, but buying any house together, I just think is wrong because they had two engagement parties because the first one ended in her throwing a ring in a bush. I know. That was such a great scene. Oh, my God. Um, what do you make of it? So you know, who's your least favorite couple on the show? Because I've been pretty open on my podcast that Jenny and Sumi, I mean, and and I say that because <laughs> I actually just think they're happy. They've been together for years and years and years. They've been married. Ten. 
10 years, 10 fucking, okay. At this point, they're already happily ever after. Like, I feel like we need somebody else. You know what I mean? I wanted another, Mm -hmm. I wanted a Patrick and Thais. I wanted somebody else. Like, oh, I wanted Gino and Jasmine. I'm so angry we didn't get Gino and Jasmine. Did you see? Shame on you, TLC. Shame on you. (laughs) Did you see Jasmine's thirst trap photos that she posted? Like and her oh, boobs. You mean last night? Yes. yes. It was like a real. I reposted it to um Twitter and Facebook, and everyone's like, "That's not Jasmine." I'm like, "Oh no, that's Jasmine. That's She's definitely Jasmine." So people good. thought it was Larissa at one point. She looks amazing. Yeah. And I'm like, "Whoa, when did Jasmine turn into like a vixen?" Right. Yes. Oh my God, she looks so good. I mean. Do we think she's going to stay with Gino? I'm like, there's no way. When she finally comes here to the U.S. and like if they really get married, no way. Mm-mm. I don't understand them as a couple because Jasmine is just and I don't. First of all, I love Gino. Gino's great. Before I make this statement, I don't want anyone to misconstrue it. Gino's a great guy, but I don't understand why Jasmine wants to be with him so badly because she's just so beautiful. Like she could literally date Drake. Like, I don't understand, like, what the situation is where she's like, Gino is the guy that I need to spend the rest of my life with. And even if he's texting my boobs to his ex-girlfriend, it's totally fine. I'm still going to marry this guy. Like, I don't get that. I would, I mean, I when I interviewed Jasmine, I mean, I want to know if she was really upset because if I paid all the money for the tits that Jasmine has, I mean, I would want him to send them to other women too. I mean, everybody should see those tits. <laughs> I mean, she looks good. She does. She looks good. She does. And she does have an OnlyFans where she charges people to see those tits. Wait. But I think that... Do you subscribe? Because that's going to be my next podcast. I want to subscribe after the new year to all of these people's OnlyFans and review their fucking bodies. Have you seen any of them nude? Like, do any of them? Like, every All of them have them. I've seen a lot of them. I'm part of this group on Twitter. It's called like 90 Day Fiance Superfans. And there's people in the group and we'll do like a poll. So there's like 3,000, 4,000 people in there. And we're like, guys, we want to join this OnlyFans so we can see what they're talking about. So like everybody will put some money in and we'll like join it for a month and see what's going on. So I've seen a lot of the photos. And yeah, so it doesn't cost anyone that much. And I don't, I don't think I've actually had to contribute at all to it like the people in the group do it and then they'll post the photos or they'll send them to you and i just recently yesterday saw one of libby um and a lot of them i don't yes yes libby's on there i want to say andre also has one too wait is libby getting nude yes what no the the photo i saw yesterday was her completely naked from the waist down and it, it wasn't even a good and like on all fours like a dog yeah it wasn't even a good post or a good pose i was like this was what you you mean libby nursery rhyme writing libby is on OnlyFans as well on all forms and you're seeing her snatch and ass crack is that what you're telling me yes i'm not sure how many parents are gonna want to um their kids listening to her nursery rhymes after they see this photo but yes i actually that was actually going around last night someone sent it to me last night and i was actually surprised because I've seen so many. Like, I saw Rebecca. Do you remember Rebecca and Zayed? She yes. was on there, like, spread eagle. Like, there was nothing left to the imagination. And I'm just like, whoa, that is more of her than I ever thought that I would ever see in my lifetime. All right. Well, now that you just dropped Libby and Andre, what do you think of them? I feel like they're stealing the show. This I really see, do. I, them and Kim and Usman, I feel like are, that's the run. Like I said, I love Jenny and Sumit. I wish them so well. I just, I don't understand why we're still seeing them. I don't care. His family's never going to accept her, but they've been together no. for a hundred years. They're madly in love. So I'm like so done with them. Um, Jovi and Yara, I, ha- I just had on my show. I adore them. But again, I just feel like, 
I think they're in it to win it. I'm I'm like they're super happy. Like yes. super happy. I agree. I agree. I don't think they give a fuck. But what do you think of <laughs> Libby and Andre? I mean, there's some good drama. That family is made um, for TV. Their family, I'm more of a fan of their family than them. I feel like Libby and Andre's drama is just like mediocre. Like, because they love each other, they get along, they just have their second baby who's a beautiful baby boy, and they're they're happy. There's a little bit of drama, but I feel like Jen and Becky and Charlie and Megan, that's where the real drama, and actually Pamela, she, Pamela's stepping it up. The mom is in there, oh, too. I, know, I feel yeah. like yeah, their family it. reminds me of, like, the family Chantel. Like, their whole family is involved, and they're all, like, getting to throw drinks and yell. And I want to say Becky tried to smack Andre in the last two episodes ago. And I was just like, this is the drama that I need in my life. Like I want to see the sisters. Cause a lot of people on Twitter are like, Oh my God, I don't want to see the Libby family with a spinoff. And I was like, but I do you do. not, why? Like, why, why do you not want to see that? I feel like they are so unhinged. There's been so many fights, like physical fights. And I feel like I don't condone violence, but I do like to watch it on TV. Oh my God, me too. I'm obsessed. And, and I'm sorry, but like, if you don't give me some violence or near violence, I'm almost not interested, which I know is horrible, but we see it so much in scripted. Like I need it in unscripted and bring the producers in to break them up. But like, you got to throw shit. I mean, their family dynamic is very interesting. And I did want, what do you think of the rumors? You know, the rumor is that Jen and Josh, of course, Josh, we see on Single Life with Natalie. This is interesting. And I talked about this on my podcast a couple weeks ago, because it was revealed that a lot of people are saying Josh has known Libby and Jen and that their family for a long time. And Josh was actually cast through them to be a boyfriend potential for Natalie. Wow. But then See, you had some scoop for me where you have heard the rumor that Josh and Jen are actually dating. That's exactly what I heard. And Jen actually posted on her story in response to it um, about them dating. She said, how do you guys know so fast? So she didn't deny it. And she almost admitted it because they said, I heard that you and Josh from the single life were dating. And she replied back to the story. How do you guys know this so fast? So I, I think that they are dating or at least they were hooking up. You know, I don't know. I, people don't really date anymore. They just hook up. But the idea that Josh knew them, that would make sense because a lot of people feel like Josh is only on the show to gain his popularity because he has a modeling business. Oh, yeah, and he has great. things that would definitely help him make more money. But Jen, okay, first of all, I don't want to make anyone mad, but Jen is the hot sister. I don't care what anyone says because everyone's like, oh, no, Libby's so hot and Becky... I love you, Becky. I love you, Libby. But Jen is the hot sister. So if Josh was dating any of the sisters, it would be Jen. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of the Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it up into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavor. Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their conception for her and conception for him formula, which Shman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. 
Conception for her fertility aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it, and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon, or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Fraser 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's two zero. How ironic! I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delani Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of are youth travel sports ruining families? Well, Dr. John Delani has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delani walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I I feel like I'm going to have to get a caller driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delani show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delani podcast. Enjoy. Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby. Every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, That's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. (laughs) Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right? (laughs) You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. Oh my God. I will, okay, but what do you make of this then? If Jen 
and Josh are seeing each other. You know, there's a ton of rumors. I live out here in LA and I'm always like, I've got to go to Long Beach. You know, the rumor is that Natalie and Josh live together and have been spotted numerous times in Long Beach. I mean, do we think they're like, just like basically hanging out and he's helping her get jobs and that's why we're seeing them out together? Or you think, what do you think the truth is? Even though, of course, we're just guessing it should. It's so hard because I know that Natalie's mom is there too in California. So I know that at the tell-all, Natalie made it seem like she didn't want to choose between Josh and, and Mike. She wanted to keep both. Like she wanted to have them both on the shelf. And when she needed Mike, she could call him. When she needed Josh, she could call him. So I don't really know if Natalie's capable of having like a normal relationship with someone because she has to have like exactly what she wants when she wants it. She kind of reminds me of Shida because she's just like, I need you to tell me that we're going to get married. I need you to tell me we're going to have kids. And if you can't do that, and this like second date talk, and she's like, we're going to have to break up because you're not serious about me. You're wasting my time. So could she possibly be in a relationship with Josh? Because I feel like Josh is smart enough I agree. to not be in a relationship with her. So I'm wondering if he's dating her for the buzz. You know what I'm saying? Like if they are talking and being seen together, is yeah. this something that he's doing because he wants people to talk about it and wants people to see it? Because if they are still talking when the single life comes around for the next season, there's a possibility they could be featured again. Um, all right, we're sort of crossing universe universes, which is great with me, right? We're heading to now single life, right? So we're so obviously we've crossed over with Natalie, Natalie to single life. Single life this season featured um, Natalie, Tanya, who used to be with Sinjin. Um, oh my God, who else? Um, Caesar, who is one of Debbie. your favorites. Debbie. Oh my God, Caesar's my favorite. Oh my God, how do we feel about Debbie? Like Debbie seems like she's in love too. There's another one, re- legit, out in Canada with her man. Like Debbie's found love. Yeah, I agree. Debbie is in love. She packed up her house and moved to another country. She's in love. And I'm actually happy for her because at 70 years old, people think that it's over. Like it's done, closed up shop, no more sex, nothing, no happiness. And I feel like Debbie went and went after it. And I'm happy for her. I'm just irritated that Colt is being such a dick to her, right? Like, I'm so irritated with him. Everybody is. Everybody can't. They're the favorite mom-son duo you love to hate on. Um, And, you know, it's true. I don't give Debbie enough credit. It is amazing. And she didn't have sex for, what was it, like 14 years or something? Right. And then she got it with him. And no, you're right. I She never gave up. And I think that's really impressive. Um, What do you think, though, this means? Like, where are we going to see do you think we're going to continue? I know we're going to continue to see Debbie because she's so good and Colt too. I mean, what bothers you about their dynamic? Just how disrespectful Colt is to her? Well, when we met them, they were so close that it actually ended his first marriage, right? Like Larissa literally was like, I can't deal with this woman. She makes me crazy. I would rather jump off a cliff. And like now Colt treats her like she's this evil demonic person that he wants out of his life. And I think that I mean, I get there are evil, terrible moms out there. I've met people who have had moms that are just awful. You just don't want them a part of your life. But Debbie's not that person. You don't think. And yes. I kind of am with Colt, though. I do think Debbie was so controlling for so long with Colt. I mean, oh, yeah. and I know, I know, like, obviously losing her husband and, you know, and they, I think they tried to have other kids, right? And Colt was like the only child they could have. But Debbie's. I don't know. Debbie sort of drives me fucking bonkers. And I'm sort of like, <laughs> she does. She does. I mean, and I'm like, good riddance. Like, go to Canada. You guys need separation. Should have cut the cord like a while ago. And eventually in another two years, they'll find each other like a good space with one another. Yeah. It's probably Debbie's fault that Colt waited so long in life to start dating and get married. 
it's probably her fault. I feel like she didn't give him the space he needed to be that person on his own. And living together for so long and then moving Larissa into the house, it just showed that Debbie was the reason why a relationship couldn't happen. But... Debbie did tell us that her first child did pass away and Colt was her her miracle baby. And there's just huge bond. So there was a codependency, but like Colt literally cut the cord and then like threw the cord and set it on fire. Like he is so done with her. I look, I mean, I I get it. And I hope they can come to like a balance in between, but I can see fault on like both sides for that one you know um tell me about caesar you're you're very you're a team caesar (laughs) fan you love that caesar caesar is a whole i don't even know what to make of caesar i I mean when he went to ukraine in that damn top hat and i was just like oh my god is this man gonna find love caesar is like a cartoon character like he's so entertaining and when he tells stories it's amazing like he tells how he wants to be with ukrainian woman and he's like oh american women don't want me but ukrainian women do and i'm like caesar you've had so many different ukrainian women do you wrong i want to believe that they do but i feel like you're chasing after something that might be unattainable so he told us on the tell all that He's dating two separate Ukrainian women who already have visas, who don't want money from him, who are coming to America to both get pregnant by him. And I was just like, (laughs) even Debbie, Debbie was like, well, that doesn't sound right. That doesn't sound right at all. How much money did you send them? That was literally Debbie's first thing that she said. She's like, how much money are you sending these women? Oh, my God. I know. What do we think? So, you know, you had a great point before you and I came on, which, you know, the tell-all filmed a month ago, month and a half ago. So these women, yeah, these two Ukrainian women should be here, right? I mean, should be with yes, Caesar. He, he said they already had visas. There is no visa process needed. So they, and he said they will be there in one month. So they should have been here. They should have been here about a month. Okay, already. so what are you hearing online or seeing anything from groups? Like, have is there Nothing. been any... No photos of him with any Ukrainian women, nothing. I'm, I follow his Instagram. He's been posting videos of him and his friends, no Ukrainian women at all. So I'm assuming that these women were not, well, I don't want to say they're not real because Maria was real, you know, she just yeah. didn't actually come over. So maybe they were catfishing him or maybe there was money being sent. I don't know. I love Caesar and I really want Caesar to be happy. And I, I wish that he could find a woman. Actually, do you remember he went on a, a dinner date with his friend on The Single Life like earlier in the season? And this chick was really, really into him. And he was like blowing her off. And she was like, oh, you're such a good guy. And I would treat you better or I would treat you right. You wouldn't have to go to another country. And he was like blowing her off. And she was like a really nice girl. What? I'm, okay, like, I need to go back and watch that. That's fucking nuts. He should have gone for that. Right. And I'm thinking she is obsessed with you. She's attracted to you. She is saying great things about you. Make this happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't get on a plane and go anywhere. Make this happen. Um, okay. Who do you all right? So from the single life cast, who do you want to see more of? And who are you done with on that? Because I I just <laughs> I developed these fan favorites and then I you know, because who's the one that has the fight with the guy that's like in South Africa or something? I'm so over them. I don't care. Oh, Tiffany. Tiffany and yeah, Ronald. I'm so over Tiffany and Ronald. Sorry. See, I think she's I beautiful, by the way, but I'm just like, I don't care oh. about Ronald. Tiffany had an amazing transformation. She's beautiful. She um, basically transformed her whole everything, her whole body, her whole look. She looks amazing. But I don't know why she would go back to South Africa to try and make things work with Ronald. I know she went there with the pretense of we have a child together and he should see his child. But the second she got there, Ronald was all trying to get into her pants like the whole time. Like that was his whole goal. And I don't want to say that he didn't want to see his daughter because he did. But he was trying to get Tiffany back. And she went there and stayed four 
months. I know that was it, to me. Like, yeah, I'm like again. I like her a lot, but I'm I could do away with Tiffany and and Ronald. I just feel like I feel like we're getting like such a manufactured version for TV. Like, I think yeah. they're they're kind of like toxically, you know, addicted to each other. I'm just sort of over mm -hmm. them. I heard they're still together after all that. But speaking of people, I love Veronica. Oh yes, I'm obsessed with Veronica. She I'm was freaking great. obsessed. She was and great. her and Tim's relationship when they stopped talking on the show that hurt. Like I've I've trying to they're like friendship goals. So when I saw that her and yeah. Tim were like, well, the guy Justin's like, oh, you shouldn't have this guy in your house and he shouldn't be around. I'm like, don't listen to him. Who's this guy? You just met this guy. Don't listen to him. What does he know? And then she stopped talking to him. And I'm just like, I'm glad that they're getting back together in their friendship. I wish they would get back together in real life, like together, together. Really? You do? Yes, I feel like they're a hundred percent perfect for each other. Oh, like I know. There's they... books you could write a romantic comedy with those two. They're so perfect. Oh, they seem like an episode of Will and Grace to me. Like just and I mean, and I don't want to and believe me, Tim is not gay. He's come out numerous times. He's not gay. He says he's not trans. He likes to dress the way he wants to dress. Um, he recently put up a picture. I think he was in these like faux croc like leather pants. And I thought to myself, you're definitely straight because no gay man would have this terrible of taste. You know, I mean, we know he's straight. <laughs> we do, we do. But I mean, I don't want them back together at all. She's gorgeous. I feel like she's finally getting her spreading her wings. I mean, he's great. He needs to be like a, you know, forever 90 day commentator but i don't mm. i don't want them back together at all i'm like mm. so what do you think of this rumor that she and jamal are linked romantically yes this has been going I around the internet a lot heard this well you're you the like one, it you're the you one you have a direct link to kim so what's the truth mm. what's the truth i love it i love it I love the idea because I love both of these people and I love to I love put, it. like, I, I'm like a secret matchmaker. I want to put people that I love together, even though if, if it's not going to work, I just want to see them together because it would make me happy. Yes. But I love them together. Like Veronica is beautiful and people are like, oh, there's an age gap. 37 and 27, I don't see as an age gap at all. Me neither. Like we're talking Jenny and Submit. Like Jenny is older than Submit's mom. That's an age gap. 27 and 37, I see no issue with. I don't either. I love it. They're grown. They're sexy. They looked hot together. I love this one. This is one I'm actually hoping is true. Like the Josh, Jen, Natalie, Thruple. Like I could take that or leave that. Like Josh doesn't like rock my world, but Jamal is just like, he's level-headed. He's hot. He's like, yeah, I just, I like that combo a lot. I'm really hoping that rumor is true. Me too. I would love to see them on like some sort of spinoff. Like, I don't know oh, God, which imagine? one they would fit into because it can't be the single life because they're not single. But like, I don't know what, but they threw Ed and Liz on Happily Ever After, right? So it's it's a possibility oh we God. could see them somewhere together, I, which it, I would love. They need to do an Usman, you know, Usman on tour. And it's Kim, it's Veronica, it's Jamal, it's Usman traveling the country. You know, we're looking for mama number, baby mama number two or three or whatever. <laughs> the whole thing. Um, I would go to an Usman show, by the way. I would uh, buy a ticket. I want to go to, I want to go so bad. I, if he I, comes here, let's, uh, let's all go together. We, we have, I mean to, we have to do a whole fan club night. Yes. A hundred percent. Before you go though, you do have scoop on. I love a mama's boy. I love a mama's boy. We just wrapped. Was it season three? Was this past season, th yes, season three? Yes, season three. Okay, one of TLC's, I always talk about it on my show, one of their highest rated shows ever, although I do feel like it was a little knocked off. I, I feel like it wasn't as popular because Plathville was so huge. Smothered was so good this season. Um, but there was some great couples, and I wanted to ask you about, so um, Robert, who of course we saw with his mom, um, tell me the update. You say that they're now speaking. You know, when the season ended, yes. Robert and his mother were not speaking. 
And his wife, is it Kristen? Christy. Christy, thank you. Christy was not speaking. But you say, you're, you know, you're kind of in contact with them and they are now speaking. They are speaking and they're trying to mend things. Like Christy has not forgiven his mom for having her take a paternity test for their own child. But she said that the children are seeing their grandmother and Robert is speaking to her. Cause like you said, at the end of the season, it said there is yeah. no contact whatsoever between him and his mom, Christy, no one, even the grandkids, but that has changed. That is better now. I don't want to say better, but they're working towards a better relationship. And I feel like his mom is learning to filter herself when speaking to Christy. And I feel like that's, that's the key to making this work. Do you have any inside scoop? Have they been asked back for a season four or what's your prediction? I haven't heard. I talked to Shakib a lot and I know that Shakib has been asked back and I, I believe that they would be asked back. Um, but I haven't heard like a confirmation of that, but I, I was on Shakib's Shakib, live. Is, wait, and, is Shakib real? Did he say he's coming back? Cause see, I don't think Shakib and Emily are really together in real life. And I love Shakib. Oh no, I, I don't either. Okay, but then how's he coming back? You think they're going to pretend to be together for the show? Yeah, you, I'm, I'm, I'm 100% positive that last season that they were pretending to be together. I feel like they broke up like at least a season and a half ago. I, like, I'm 100% convinced. I do too, but I'm, but I'm shocked that they're, wow, okay, that they're faking it. Okay, interesting. Well, Layla was such a huge addition to the show. Like a lot of people might say that Layla is the mama's boy show other than Kelly. So oh, yeah, I feel like, like they had to bring them back. And if he didn't have anyone that he was dating at the time, I feel like they made a deal with Emily, right? Because Emily, remember, she said she wanted to stay home and drive a Mercedes Benz and live in a beautiful home and not work. So I was like, it wouldn't be hard to convince someone you offer them a deal to pretend to date someone and be on a show if those were her life goals, you know? Um, what did you, I was asking you this too? What did you think? You know, I was I was blown away actually that Matt reached out to be on my podcast because Matt and I had a moment which I didn't even get to ask him about when he was on, but we kind of had this moment online where we weren't really getting along because I'd had his ex um, Kim on my podcast, uh-huh. but I, I Matt had reached out to me and said that he and Kelly and Devin would do my show all together. And what did you think of that interview? Did you find, I, I was actually blown away. I thought, I found Matt to be really sincere and he answered every question, the gay rumors, the alleged protective order, you know, that, that it doesn't exist. It's not out there, but you know, there was rumors that it was filed and, um, you know, I guess not granted. So he commented on that. Um, what'd you think? I felt like the interview was really good. Like, I feel like Matt is, was, I'm going to say is, was very good at avoiding answering certain questions and talking about certain subjects. And I feel like after that season ended, season three, he was more open to explaining things. Because I remember at the end of season two, when he and Kim broke up and there was this huge fight and there were all these rumors, he didn't really explain anything. He didn't really give any explanation. But I feel like at the end of this season, he was open to giving his side because I know his two exes kind of started posting videos and making reels and saying all these horrible things about him. And he kind of felt attacked. And I feel like he's been attacked the most out of all of the mama's boy cast members. Like people have come after his sexuality and his relationship with his mom and saying that his things about his dad, who's barely even on the show. So I feel like that interview, he really was open with you. And I feel like a lot of people got a different perspective of him because a lot of people disliked him based on the rumors that were going around because they they kept saying that he was dating both of those women at the same time. And the timelines weren't actually 
actually that wasn't true. It was within right. a few weeks, right? But it wasn't actually true, right? And I have to, I mean, I have to say, Kim, Kim was on my show first, and I have to defend. Like Kim was so great and very, um, you know, I think what people don't understand too is Kim never wanted to trash Matt, even though she was pretty clear that she had a really toxic relationship with him, and you know, she felt it was abusive in many ways, and she shared that, and I think you know she has shared it on her own stuff. Um, so I, I like, you know, I like Kim a lot, and I think um, it was fair for her to to speak up and also to mm-hmm. to kind of team up with the other woman they had a similar experience with him, you know, but, yeah. um, okay, George, you got to come back because we, we got to talk more shows. Oh, we didn't even get to the Copo sisters. Okay, oh, we gotta, didn't talk about the Copo gotta, sisters yet. Well, you got to come back. What's your quick take on the Copo sisters show? You think that will get a season two? I kind of feel like it will. So, okay. So every time they post comments about the show or videos about the show, all of the comments on the TLC official Instagram are negative. They're like, I hate it. I thought this was a learning channel. What am I going to learn from them? (laughs) But I've watched the whole season and I think the season finale airs tonight. Actually, it's a two hour season finale. I haven't seen it yet, but I actually love this show because they're more relatable than a Kardashian family because yeah, Olivia was Miss America in 2012 and then she was Miss Universe and she, they have money, but not like Kardashian money because I, I was watching scenes yeah. where the sisters were like fighting over um bathing suits that they got sent for from brands to wear for free and it's just more relatable stories and then one of the sisters is married to like a normal guy like two sisters are married to a football player and one's norm- married to a normal guy the football players are both being completely monogamous and then the normal guy's cheating on the sister so it's just like so interesting and then the yeah. parents are so non-Hollywood, it's insane. They're like from Rhode Island. They want nothing to do with Hollywood. They're not on social media. They don't understand Instagram. Like I just, I'm obsessed with them. And I know I have a very unpopular opinion, but the sisters are freaking amazing. And they they really do hate each other, which reminds me of my sisters and my brother. Like we hate each other, but love each other so much. Like they just bicker all the time. And it reminds me of my family. All right, I started watching episode one because of you. And I have to say, I'm with all the hater comments as of (laughs) now. give it more of a chance it's just and this this happens in a lot of shows I'm going through this with Potomac with Real Housewives of Potomac the first couple of episodes I was so like ugh, we've seen this all before and I just feel like we've seen it all before like they're kind of wrapped up in mummy suits you know like trying to detox like we've seen a lot of that stuff so but I'm I want to let keep going because I do think you're right it has potential and I love family dynamics and um, they do seem a little bit more authentic I think than some of the other shows that we've seen so all right you'll be back to that George George Mossy follow him on every platform adore you cannot wait for you to come back thank you so much I would love to come back I would love to talk TLC with you anytime any place that's my thing I eat sleep and breathe TLC so. Love it. Thank you so Thanks, much for having me. George.